Excellence. I'm Dr. Paul Williams, the Rebecca Grazier Professor of Law and International Relations at American University. I am joined today by my special guest, Omar Vargas. Omar, welcome to the program. Thank you, Paul, and I'm glad to be your special guest today. This is exciting, and I'm looking forward to the conversation. No, I'm really looking forward to it as well. As we'll, we'll hear in a second in the bio, I've known you for nearly 25 years. So um, but before we go there and start telling stories, let me give a little bit of your, uh, your background for the audience. Uh, Omar is dialing in from Washington, D.C., where he is currently the vice president and head of global public policy at General Motors, America's largest automaker. Prior to his current role, Omar was chief government affairs officer for 3M, and held senior government affairs roles at Praxair and PepsiCo. Omar also served for five years in council and deputy director roles at the US Department of Justice. But most importantly, Omar was a student of mine in 1997 and my research assistant at the Carnegie Endowment for International Peace, where we collaborated on the book, Peace with Justice. Omar was also one of American University's star JDMA students. Now, as our repeat listeners know, the idea of this podcast is for a rapid-fire 10-minute conversation to explore the career path of alumni who have achieved excellence. So let's kick it off with the first question. Omar, what is your wow? How do people finish this sentence? Oh, I know. Omar, wow. <laughs> you know, Paul, I think is uh, Omar's authentic. You know, what you see is what you get. So give us an authentic answer, Omar, to <laughs> what is the secret to your success? Sure. I, you know, it, and I go back to that point about being authentic and, and, and transparent, right? I, I, with me, what you see is what you get. Um, I, I've had folks share with me that why they like working with me is they know they have an honest broker. And in my engagement and my advocacy work and development strategy or managing teams, working with my clients, with executives at the companies that I've worked with over, over the years. I give it straight. I give my best advice. Another important part, maybe secret to the success here, is getting understanding. It's a comment that a, a former manager of mine made several years ago as we were working on a project. He said, Omar, get understanding before you start to speak on a topic. And that's such a simple and great way of saying, do your homework, learn it up, and then, and then go. So you do your homework. You listen to what the other side is saying, and then you're honest in your proposals and your responses. Huh. Correct. That sounds yep. like to success. So Omar, what is your brand and how has your brand contributed to your success? Sure. I, you know, I think my brand is related back to being authentic and honest and transparent, super energetic, right? I think, uh, and, and my brand as a person who is authentic, honest and transparent, always on. And so a person you know you can work with. And I think that's what's carried me through with all the different positions and roles and portfolios that I've had over the years is always being ready to go. And that has carried me through. Now, I've had the pleasure, Paul, uh, in my various postings where my different career opportunities have come to me because I've received a phone call. I said, Omar, I hear you're really good at X, Y, and Z. Can we have a conversation? Sure. Let's talk. Uh, and here we are. Omar, I remember when we were working at the Carnegie Endowment together, a think tank, and we'd be burning the midnight oil 
And one day my secretary came up and said, you know, we, we know with the key cards that you guys are checking out at eight o'clock, 10 o'clock at night, this is a think tank. This is where people rest and recharge. <laughs> go back in. What are, you, what are you and Omar doing working all the time? <laughs> but it was definitely your high energy, your high enthusiasm, your, your high commitment to the, to the product that got you noticed. Omar, how do you define excellence? So yeah, I define excellence, uh, and, and as I share with, with the teams that report into me and my colleagues, um, excellence is knowing your, I like to say knowing your dirt. What I mean by that is know your portfolio, know your, know your jurisdiction. And when I, when I see that and you dig in you, and, and whatever the topic is, the issue that you're addressing, as long as you know your dirt, you know your substance, that for me is a sign of excellence because you're going to get understanding for the topic or the issue that you're working on, whether it's a legislative remedy, a regulatory one, understand the topic, the subject matter, understand the process, and then map out, okay, how are we going to help influence that process? Now, Omar, how do you achieve that excellence? What's your strategy for knowing your dirt, being on top of your brief? I, I think I go back to point I made earlier about just being energetic, right? It, it's, um, uh, it's always thinking about the projects you're working on. Hey, this, to your point about we would spend you know, evenings late and we were talking and thinking about things or working through something, but that's what I do. And I'm always thinking about uh, the projects I have, I'll try to think strategically about them, I'll think through the various issues. I often arrive at work with a couple of spot ideas that have come to me as I'm driving in and listening to the radio. That's how I think. That's how I'm always, you know, always sort of moving it. I joke sometimes with that, uh, was it Anderson Consulting or one of those commercials from about 10 years ago. And they had the consultants were like in the shower, they were brushing their teeth. They're always thinking. And uh, that's kind of what I think of when I, I sort of, I'm looking for that excellence in my colleagues, in my team and of myself, the expectations uh, that I have of myself. Well, hopefully when, when our younger colleagues are listening to this podcast, they'll be thinking about how do I, how do I emulate Omar and, and, his, and his success? Well, now, Omar, let's turn to the most important question, the real reason why young professionals dial in to this podcast. What is your favorite flavor of ice cream and what does it tell us about you? Oh, you know, if my kids were listening, they'd start laughing now before I answer the question. I only have one flavor in mind. I pick only one flavor. It's vanilla. Okay. And I've become a connoisseur. I am a connoisseur of vanilla. You know, the right vanilla punch. Um, why? So it's plain vanilla. Because I, you know, I have a lot going on in my life. I just want something simple and stable. And it's vanilla. I'm, I'm guessing your kids mock you. When you go they to do. flavors, <laughs> they do, they get cupcake flavor they get chocolate, this hazelnut, Nutella, the, I, you know, espresso, not me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Usually when I ask that question, uh, I, I go and I then read the ice box afterward because I'm like, ah, oh, mint chocolate chip or cherry Garcia. But I, I got to tell you, Omar, I'm not really inspired at the moment. Paul, I'll tell you this. I mean, I've walked away sullen from ice cream counters. If I can't find a vanilla. <laughs> well, Omar, <laughs> thank you for joining us today and for sharing with us many interesting things about your life and your path uh, to excellence uh, in 
less interesting things about your choice and flavor of, of ice cream. Your insights have been hugely valuable in helping our young professionals visualize a path towards achieving excellence. Thank you very much for joining us today, Omar. Oh, thank you, Paul. Uh, happy to do it.